You're listening to Berlin Psychoanalytic Podcast. Psychoanalytic Cases. Trauma Fantasy with Dr. Alexander Dmitrievich. In his early papers around 1895, and in the correspondence with Fleece, whom I've mentioned, developing this theory that mental disorders were a consequence of sexual abuse someone suffered as a small child from the parents, from the nannies, from someone in the family. And for probably two or three years, he gathered data, he listened to his patients, and he thought that was the key to the secret of hysteric disorders. There is a turning point in Freud's thinking, and, and, and it is expressed in a letter he wrote to Fleece in the autumn of 1897, where he des describes what later on will be called Oedipus complex. So all of a sudden, there is a switch in his thinking. For several years, he thought actual events, actual trauma, caused mental disorders. Now he thinks there is a structure in the unconscious that every one of us is born with that we have expectations that something should happen. And that is what may lead to problems in the family life, and that is what may lead to mental disorders. In the period between 1897 and the late 1920s, no one in the world of psychoanalysis challenges this theory. This is the official view of psychoanalysts. Actual trauma is discussed in the case of the World War I and traumatic experiences in war. But when it comes to children, it is not trauma, it is the Oedipus complex, and so on and so on. There was a very important, very exciting event in the mid-1980s that brought a completely different image on this in the world of psychoanalysis. It is connected to the name of Jeffrey Masson, a professor of Sanskrit at University of Toronto, I think, who was fluent in many languages, brilliant, was married to a woman many people have described as the most beautiful woman they've ever seen in their lives, and who became very out of the blue, became the second most important person in the Freud archives. At the time, so many documents were not published. So Masson was the first person to publish Freud Fleece correspondence, and in 1985 he published the book The Assault on Truth. The Assault on Truth is his metaphor for what happened in 1897. He thought Freud wanted a career, so he adapted his views in order to be more acceptable for the audiences, for the colleagues in Vienna, And also, that makes him a very original and important thinker. If the problem is the actual trauma, then he has just noticed it. If the problem is the Oedipus complex, then he's a genius who's noticed something no one has ever noticed before. Now, you can say Masson inter has interpreted historical documents this way or that. One, a very important addition in my mind is the book I've also mentioned by Carlo Bonomi on the Emma Eckstein case. This book provides evidence 
that in the second half of the 19th century, all around Central Europe, medical doctors were facing an epidemic of a horrible disease they called childhood masturbatory disorder. Children aged 3, 4, 5, 6 would touch their genitalia and like it. And there were scientific papers and books by parents or priests, other people concerned with this horrible event that was destroying the moral capacity, the social life, the intellectual development of children, and then what are we going to do about it? The basic, no, no, not the basic, the final decision at the university centers in Europe, in Paris, in Vienna, in Berlin, and otherwise, and, and, and elsewhere, was that children should be surgically operated upon so that there is a scar on their genitalia, that the operation was like circumcision. So that when the child wants to touch, whether a boy or a girl, the genitalia again, they will touch the scar and be reminded of what their teachers, parents, and so on think about what they're doing. Why is this interesting for the story about psychoanalysis? After Freud left Charcot in Paris, he came to Berlin and lived here for 10 months and trained to become a pediatrician. He returned to Vienna and worked in an office of a pediatrician every Friday for years to come. So he must have seen a huge number, I don't want to try to guess now, hundreds let's say, of children who were actually traumatized. And then he wrote about castration anxiety as a very abstract consequence of an Oedipus complex. I, I, I think that somehow supports Masson's uh, claims very strongly. This was not directly intended to support him, but I think it does. Thank you for listening. For more content, subscribe to our podcast or find us on our YouTube channel. Psychoanalysis should be free.